But I have this philosophy that you should make the best life you can from where you are. So don't wait until you get the perfect job or the perfect partner or the perfect, you know, salary or dream home to start living your life. This is the Hello 20s podcast. My name is Jan and I'm your host. I'm an online content creator trying to navigate life while in my 20s and sprinkling a little knowledge and wisdom here and there. Let's face it, we don't have it all figured out, but we can learn a little from each other along the way, and I'm so glad you guys are tuning in on today's podcast. Hello, everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in. Another week, another episode. So this one is special. Um, Ever since I started this podcast, I knew I didn't want to always be the one giving advice, telling my story, and just talking because there's only so much of my story, of my experience that I can share and that I'm willing to share at this point. And like the intro said, we can learn a little from each other along the way. And I'm very happy that I've met people and have friends who are willing to come on to share their stories experiences and opinions with me and with you guys so far I've had two guests Michaela and Amber and today I'm happy that I get to share with you all my third guest I think every guest has had their own story and theme to their episode so I definitely recommend you check those out and give them a listen after this one I know we also have some new listeners on here and if you would just help your girl out, (laughs) go to the Apple Podcast app and give this podcast a rating for me. I would really, 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 really appreciate it and this way we can move on up on the chart and gain some new members to this community of ours. For those who are new, every week on the episode, I do a little weekly recap of what has happened this week. One thing that happened and definitely made my day was having this informational interview that I had with someone working at a company that I'm interested in. If you have listened to the episode about surrendering, you know the story behind me and this one company, how I did everything that I could on my side or I wouldn't say everything, but I did as much as I thought I could to, you know, get a hold of somebody um, in contact with someone in that company. And it drove me insane because I was just not getting any answers. If you listen to that episode, you will understand in full context as to what I'm talking about. But long story short, one night on LinkedIn, I got a notification that someone accepted my request to connect. And it turned out to be someone who works for that company. And I really don't remember when I sent that request to connect. But it's been weeks since the last time I tried getting in contact with someone there. And I thought, why not give it one more chance? I haven't thought about this in a while. I've gotten no response from several people. What do I have to lose, right? So I messaged her and the next day she agreed to have a phone call with me. And as you can tell, I'm super happy and just really grateful that she took the time out of her day to just help me and give me some insights. So I guess this is just a little reminder to you all that things will come around, things will happen. It's not always in our control. Um, and you just have to give it a little time. With that all said, let's hop into the chat with our special guest today. 
So today we have a special guest. I'm so, so excited to have her on the Hello 20s podcast. She's been on my list ever since I started this, and we finally get to sit down and chat today. So welcome, Camille, to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for taking some time out of your day to just sit down and talk to me and share your story about you know, your life. So every time I have a guest on here, I do a little quick fire game. So we're going to start. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Always dinner. What's your favorite meal? Anything braised. Night or morning person? Trying to be a morning person, but definitely a night person. (laughs) What's your typical ideal day? An ideal day is one where I get a lot of things done. Mm -hmm. An accomplished day. Okay. And your favorite quote? I don't have one. (laughs) I have way too many. (laughs) All right. So do you want to introduce yourself? Just give us like a little background of you. Yeah. My name is Camille. I am a food and lifestyle digital content creator. I spent my early childhood in the South, in North Carolina, and my teen and early adult years in New York City. So I tell everyone that I grew up in New York because I did. And I did some moving around a lot. And now I've called DC home for probably like the past five, six years. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like it here? I, it's grown on me. <laughs> I was, I think, you know, every New Yorker thinks that New York is the only city that matters. Yeah. So I think that when you, when I came to DC, I had this idea that nothing would compare, but DC has grown on me. It's its own city, it has its own culture, its own vibe, and I'm, I'm happy to be a, you know, yeah. local now. I like, sometimes I do little trips to DC and yeah. I like learn to appreciate the city. So what are you up to right now? Well, right now I just launched a project called Cup of Cami. It's a digital platform where I am teaching myself to cook, expanding my recipe repertoire, and in the process of that, sharing with my friends and other um, viewers how they can cultivate the life that they want from where they are. We talked a little bit about this, but you had quite a different college experience. You said it was like the reverse college yeah. experience. Do you want to touch a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah, so I decided to get my degree when I was about 25, which sounds like insane for most people (laughs) because it's something you really think about what by the time you're 16. Yeah. Um, I came from a family that really celebrated entrepreneurship and hard work. I come from two working class blue collar parents. Mm -hmm. So there was never a pressure to go down a straight and narrow road. I was given a lot of flexibility to kind of figure things out for myself. And for me, I knew that paying for college was going to be something that I had to do (laughs) so I didn't want to go until I really had an idea of not only what I loved but what I was actually good at Mm -hmm. so I attended um, a community college two years before and it was a great way for me to prepare myself for academia and kind of taking these great ideas that I had and being able to like translate them into actual work yeah (laughs) and then I um became a patriot George Mason my junior year and I uh, took my degree in communications with a concentration in public relations yeah so like you said we met in college we met last year in our PR class and I remember my first impression of you was oh my gosh this like girl is so confident she's such a boss like I really admire you I can't even tell you how much I admire you and I got the chance to get to know you throughout the semester, which I'm really fortunate to because now we're here, you know. Yeah. But you graduated last, last? I graduated in May of May. 2018. So last year. Yeah. Exactly, almost a year ago. 
And so since then, you thought you were going to do PR, yes. you know, and you didn't. So no. do you want to tell us a little bit about your, you know, journey throughout post-grad? Yeah, well, firstly, thank you for the compliment. It's, <laughs> that's a lot. I really appreciate that. Um, I had very, I want to say naive expectations of Mm -hmm. what the workforce looked like for entry-level communications majors. I thought that getting a corporate position with a title, I kind of fantasized about what I wanted my work life to look like, as opposed to looking for opportunities that reflected the life that I wanted to have. And it for me, this was kind of a mistake because I was putting so much unnecessary pressure on myself to find the perfect job. And when those opportunities didn't present themselves immediately, I'll be honest, I kind of crumbled a little bit. I had yeah. like, I would say almost two months where I felt like, well, I finally went to school. I did this the right way. Why are these opportunities not lining up for me? Mm-hmm. So I took some time for myself and started to think about ways that I could create my own opportunities while I wait for my dream job, right? So taking back some of that power over my own future and Cup of Cami was born out of that. Yeah, Yeah. I really love Cup of Cami. Oh, thank you so So, much. So do you want to tell the audience and the listeners a little bit about Cup of Cami and what you want to do with it? Yeah, so it's super new. We just launched our third video um, that was on making pasta, but I have this philosophy that you should make the best life you can from where you are. So don't wait until you get the perfect job or the perfect partner or the perfect you know, salary or dream home to start living your life. And for me, food is such an integral part of developing that life. I really am just a huge fan of food. It's brought my friends together, my family together, most of my happy memories, there's food in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. So my little way of like conveying this message that I have is through teaching people how to make some of the recipes that, you know, maybe they didn't have time to learn while they were studying and getting ready for their own careers. Yeah, I love how you mentioned about the perfect because my last episode was talking about perfection and you shouldn't wait for the perfect time. Like you should just do it now. Yeah. And I was actually watching a video, um, I think it was like an entrepreneurship type of video Mm -hmm. and they said that a lot of entrepreneurs they don't wait if they want something they'll start now and they'll improve on it yeah and you definitely have that spirit (laughs) yeah that is that is definitely newly acquired I was I was a victim of perfectionism it held me I could have started Cup of Cami probably two years ago Mm -hmm. I had the same ideas then Mm -hmm. but I would fall into the trap of feeling like I didn't have the perfect equipment to keep up with the other more prominent Instagrammers. I felt like I didn't like the way I looked on camera, so I would obsess about my hair and makeup. You're gorgeous, though. (laughs) Yeah, but these are, you know, again, it's like you start, I think a lot of it really comes from feeling, like, insecure and being afraid to make that jump, Mm -hmm. and it held me back for so long, and one day I was like, listen, like, first (laughs) of all, you have, like, 20 subscribers, so relax. (laughs) (laughs) Secondly, if you really want to do this you have to start somewhere the videos will get better the pictures will get better eventually there'll be more eyes on you but you have to start doing the work now or you're not going to get to that place that you call perfect yeah you just have to put out your work yeah I agree um so what do you hope for cup of cami I hope that it becomes a community. So first of all, I want to say that I grew up in a house with a very, very confident grandmother who Mm -hmm. was an amazing cook, still is an amazing cook. And that spirit of domesticity has taken on some 
in my opinion, negative stereotypes. It's not associated with the current brand of like female empowerment and for for uh, in a lot of ways for good reason I think a lot yeah. of us just have more options now it's not a requirement to yeah. um, you know be at home cooking but for me I want people to have a place where they can come when they do decide if they have a friend coming over if they just want to do it for themselves if it's a holiday a place that they can go and have recipes explained to them in a way that is approachable Mm -hmm. and is welcoming and doesn't make you feel bad for paying attention to your books instead of a cookbook i don't think there should be any shame in that so yeah yeah. so how would you differentiate yourself from other food bloggers and like chefs I guess that's such a great question so the biggest difference between me and a chef is that I'm not a chef yeah (laughs) and um, I have I have that nerdy passion to really just delve into things and go very deep on a subject Mm -hmm. but I like to be able to synthesize all the information in a way that makes sense for a home cook Mm -hmm. right I just came back from Napa Valley a few months ago at the Culinary Institute of America and I worked under some great chefs who have worked at um, French Laundry with Thomas Keller and a lot of other people but the one thing that I feel that I have an advantage on is being able to understand what they're saying and getting the technique right and communicating it to a home cook that maybe has only made ramen right yeah that (laughs) communication degree yeah it's it's coming (laughs) in handy it definitely is (laughs) So how did you get into the Culinary Institute? It was a, it's actually a program that they offer twice a year. It's for home cooks. Mm -hmm. The entire program is designed around the home cook. So I would make it, I would consider it to be the equivalent of maybe weeks one through three of traditional culinary school. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously they have a long tradition of putting out amazing chefs just across the country and now working internationally but the reason that I wanted to go there is that I do feel that there is a necessity to learn from experts yeah and I kind of consider myself or I would like to consider myself that middleman so yeah. maybe the person that doesn't quite need to call a chef yeah. <laughs> to make a big chicken um, but you want someone who has that interest and that experience yeah yeah So would you ever do it again? Like, can you ever go back again? Absolutely, you can. So the program that I went to was the essentially the beginner's program, but there is an amazing um, farm-to-table program where they specialize in or they focus on a lot of local Mm -hmm. offerings, and they have a huge wine um, course that goes with it, and I thought that would be really fun to try. That would be so fun. So what did you – what is, like, one big thing you've learned from that? Organization. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's just like a tool for life. Um, I would say that a lot of recipes fail because we don't give ourselves as much credit as we should. Yeah. And to make things a lot more simple. Mm -hmm. I think that people get intimidated by cooking. Well, there's a lot of reasons, but the American idea of cooking is so deeply tied to the French tradition and the Italian tradition Mm -hmm. that there's a lot of technique that comes with those two, French more than Italian. Oh, that's so cool. It's it's beautiful, and it's made beautiful food, but at Mm -hmm. the same time, if you have just come home and it's 6.15 at night, you do not have time (laughs) (laughs) to make a three-hour meal. So, yeah, that that boot camp definitely taught me how to simplify some of these um, recipes and make them doable. Yeah, so speaking of French, Italian you've done some traveling yes so how has that helped you you know become the person that you are and what you want to do yeah so I was very fortunate to be able to travel 
early in my life. When I graduated high school, we were in the middle of the essentially one of the biggest recessions we've mm-hmm. had in the country. So it made not finding a job super easy. <laughs> um, and I used that time to explore myself mm-hmm. and I wanted more of an international perspective on the world. Uh-huh. I thought it was very important for me to become someone who was far more empathetic to other people and just a little bit more well-rounded. Yeah. So I had the opportunity to move overseas. I lived in Paris for close to a year. Mm-hmm. And during that time, I really fell in love with a completely different culture and got obviously a great appreciation for French art and history, but most importantly, the food. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't had French food yet. Oh my gosh. You'll (laughs) have to come over. What are some of your goals career-wise? Career-wise. So career is such a fun word. Um, (laughs) I really look at my life in chapters Mm -hmm. and I appreciate those experiences while they're happening. So right now I'm in the chapter of entrepreneurship. Yeah. And the goal that I would have with this phase ultimately is to be someone who can create jobs for other people. That Mm -hmm. is my big overarching goal. If I can do that, I will feel super accomplished. More short term, I would say growing the platform and providing value and becoming, you know, an authority in this space of home cooks. Would you ever consider going to entrepreneurship like workshops, entrepreneurial workshops? You know, I would have actually looked into some. I think that no matter if you are working in a corporate environment, or if you are an entrepreneur yourself, obviously you should be taking those courses then. But I think it's so important to understand the stamina Mm -hmm. and the confidence Mm -hmm. and the openness you have to have in order to start and run a business successfully. Mm -hmm. So if those are goals, or I'm sorry, if those are skills you'd like to develop, they should be goals, but if they're skills you'd like to develop, you should definitely take at least one entrepreneur entrepreneurship class I think stamina is such a big thing to have when you're like an entrepreneur because you're on your own absolutely and you need to have that energy to keep on going because there are days where you know that video may not go as like you planned and then sometimes it's a bummer and then your confidence goes down but you just have to keep on pushing yeah I you know it's so funny you mentioned that I had an experience about almost two weeks ago Mm -hmm. and I work with a lot of sunlight so my hours of shooting are dependent upon the weather yeah I finally got a great day it was super sunny the lighting was perfect I had every technical issue you can imagine. (laughs) I didn't charge my extra battery for long enough, so I was operating on one battery. My lighting failed. My audio (laughs) failed. It was such a mess. Mm -hmm. And I I literally had like a little moment. I got teary-eyed. I was super frustrated. I'm like, why am I doing this? This is so much work. I have Mm -hmm. to be lighting, camera, editing, talent, hair, makeup. Like, where (laughs) does it end? Um, And I really stepped back and realized like, this is what you wanted to do. Yeah. You have to push through. You cannot stop because the shooting didn't go well. Yeah, definitely. You have to wait for the next day and do it again. Yeah. And it's so funny because the next day the weather was terrible. Mm-hmm. It was so dark and so cloudy. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get through this. We're going to shoot this content. And it really has taught me that you just have to make the best of what you have yeah. and push through through do not quit do not give up definitely i actually watched your pasta video last night oh exciting and i really like the way you edit it it's oh, it feels you. very you know it's not too professional that's like you can't relate to the audience yeah it's very like 
friends, yeah. you know, like friends talking. Yeah, that's something that um, I am someone who absorbs a lot of content, especially on YouTube. And a lot of the people that I follow are so far into their careers that they're mm-hmm. working in professional kitchens or they just have really lavish homes. Yeah. <laughs> they have amazing kitchens. And that's something I was actually a little bit insecure about. I was Definitely. like, well, I don't have Carrera Marble. I'm not working on a Viking range. Like, is anyone going to watch this? Yeah. But I've taken the approach that I think it's there's something special in feeling like you're at my apartment cooking with me mm-hmm. you know um do I wish my countertops were not the same color as my skin sure <laughs> <laughs> that contrast would be great um but yeah I think it's I think it's special and I'm mm-hmm. learning to work with what I have as opposed to just lusting after the next big thing yeah um, yeah I always talk about authenticity yeah. and I really think in this day and age with digital stuff and digital digital content there's a lack of authenticity there's yeah. a lack of that and so i think if you can be who you are online then yeah. you'll attract people that will want to be like, yeah would want to seek your content it, you know what it feels like you're going on like a million tinder dates yeah right? it really does because when you come into being a performer a creator anyone who makes literally anything if you're going to be authentic you fully understand that if you are rejected it's because they don't like you like (laughs) it is not because of a stage persona or a character and I think that there's this little fear in the back of in your mind you're like what if they don't actually like me like what Mm -hmm. if they don't like me being myself Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know that many people would admit that yeah but I think that can be scary but I have accepted the reality that I want the people who follow me and go with me on this journey to know exactly what they're getting. Yeah. They know exactly what they're dealing with. They know that I am not a perfect chef. I'm going to drop things, fry <laughs> things, burn things, and that it's okay. Yeah. And I want people to um, have more confidence in themselves, obviously within the kitchen, but I want people to take that with them. I think that, like you said, we live in this space where everything is just so perfect yeah you know everything's curated exactly and I understand that that's a that's a type of content and it has its place I love fantasy as much as the next person but you know someone has to be able to you know keep it real yeah definitely I agree yeah so we're gonna end with a question for you okay um what advice would you have for people who are living in their 20s um, going for the career and their life. Yes, well, now that I am an elder statesman <laughs> of the millennial clan, I can give you my sage advice. Um, I would say you have to trust yourself. Mm-hmm. Believe in yourself more than anyone else. Mm-hmm. I really genuinely wish that I had real internal confidence. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of my 20s projecting external confidence, being you know, vocal and having strong opinions, but I didn't spend enough time learning to believe in myself, right? And I would tell anyone in their 20s, regardless if they're going to med school, grad school, no school, you have to like light the fire in yourself and be the person responsible for keeping it on. No one's coming behind you with a fan. (laughs) It's not happening. You've got to go get it yourself. Um, And I think that really would have solved a lot of my issues (laughs) in my 20s if I had had more confidence to say what I wasn't comfortable with Mm -hmm. you know tell that friend that this relationship is 
is not healthy anymore. Yeah. Tell that boss that I feel uncomfortable with these tasks. I want to add on to my responsibilities. Yeah. Um, if I had had more of that confidence, I think that I would have um, made maybe better choices. Mm-hmm. I don't regret any of the choices that I made, but I think that people go a lot further when they are their first um, their first advocate. Yeah, I agree. I love that. Oh, okay. Well, thank you so much for this coming. This was so on. much fun. I know. I love collabing with you. Oh my gosh. We need to do it again. Yes, I'm so. I've listened to all of your episodes. <laughs> I love it. I love that each one has a different theme. Aww. I just love what you're doing. This was so much fun. Okay, so where can people find you online, and where can they find your content? Yes, so you can find me on social at Cup of Cami, mm-hmm. and it will take you to all of my other links. I don't like bombarding people with a lot of stuff. Everything yeah. is Cup of Cami. I love that. You yeah. guys should definitely check her out. She's very cool. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you guys so much for listening on today's episode on the Hello 20s podcast. Let's get connected and continue our conversation over on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Y-U-A-N-X-Q-I-U. I hope to see you there and I'll talk to you guys on my next episode.